0: Welcome to Grown Up Kids, a Disney podcast.
1: I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing that was all started by a mouse.
2: Hello, and welcome to episode 29 of Grown Up Kids. This episode is sponsored by Gina Whaley. Thank you for sponsoring our podcast and helping us to make it possible. Thank you, Gina. I'm Katie. And I'm Megan. And today we're being joined once again by Caitlin. How are you doing? Good. How are you ladies doing today? Doing good. Good. Especially because we have a new guest to the show. (gasps) Welcome, Sam. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Very good. Um, So if you're okay with it, I think we'll just jump right into your Disney profile.
3: Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, so how did you get into Disney?
3: Um, so I really couldn't remember just because it's like always been a part of my life. So I literally had to call my grandma and be like, uh, so how did this start? And she's like, <laughs> it was like, since you were born, she's like, it's just been all Disney. And she's like, um, she bought me like all kinds of Disney stuff. Um, there's like bookshelves full of, uh, VHS tapes at home. Um, books. I mean, I had like a stuffed Winnie the Pooh, like he pushed his hand and like he played the theme song. So it's just, it was all my grandma, so.
2: Yeah. That's awesome. I love that you had to ask somebody. <laughs> That's a first. <laughs> it's so cute. But that just means it's so ingrained in you, you don't
0: even know where it began.
3: Exactly, I had,
0: yeah. I had a Pooh Bear plush, like, since I was born, so I understand that. You still kinda have it. I do still have it.
3: I have mine somewhere, and, like, I remember finding him, like, a couple of months ago. And I was like, this thing is ratty. <laughs> he looks awful. <laughs>
0: He's loved.
2: He
3: is very loved,
2: yes. I think that's how a Pooh Bear should look. Mm-hmm. Exactly, yeah. So who would you yep. say... Oh, sorry. No, I was going to ask, like, does he still play?
3: He does. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's awesome.
2: I kind of gave that's up hope awesome. on that. I wasn't even going to ask. You. I was like, no way.
3: <laughs> he's, like, he's 25 years old, and he's still kicking, so, like, he's doing pretty good. That's awesome. better. Exactly. <laughs>
2: So, who would you say is your favorite character?
3: Um, okay, so I've literally struggled with this question since like the first time I wanted to be on the podcast, and like I have narrowed it down to like three categories. So that's fine, <laughs> um, I have so I have my favorite princess, um, and that's Pocahontas. Um, I had literally everything Pocahontas growing up. Like, I was Pocahontas for Halloween one year. I had the little moccasins, bed set, sleeping bag. I had a little stuffed Percy. Um, and then my favorite live-action character is Mia Thermopolis from uh, The Princess Diaries. Like She's awesome. She, she's I just relate to her on so many levels. Like, I am so Mia. <laughs> um, and then, like, I kind of, like grouped all the other ones together. Um, And then, so that would be like Simba and like the new Tinkerbell. They're definitely a tie for me. So, I love them both.
0: New Tinkerbell is much better than original Tinkerbell.
3: New Tinkerbell (laughs) makes my heart so happy. I love her.
2: New Tinkerbell, like, I can't see like trying to kill anybody. Old Tinkerbell. (laughs) Yeah, she tried that. She tried that.
3: Right, yeah.
0: (laughs) So, what's your favorite Disney movie?
3: Um so this one was kind of another one that I like struggled to like narrow down because there was like two that I always went back and forth and I still do go back and forth on these two. Um, and it's the lion King and Pocahontas. Like I will literally sit down and I will watch the lion King and then I'll watch Pocahontas. So those are my favorite. Those are
0: good choices.
2: ones. I yeah. forgot to mention with your favorite characters, I think those are all firsts. No one's ever oh. even said Simba. Yeah.
0: I don't, nobody's <gasps> ever said Simba. Yeah. I mean, he's cool. <laughs> I think that <laughs> Lion King has been picked as a favorite movie, yeah. possibly, but like Simba's never picked as a I like him though.
2: I prefer uh-huh. young Simba.
3: Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. yeah. So have
2: you been to the Disney parks?
3: I have not. Um I have some really good friends of our family. They um Scott actually worked at Disney. Um, he was a cast member, and so, like, um, we've talked to them a couple times about going down there, and she was telling me, like, or Amanda was telling me, like, all sorts of things about the park, and, like, from what she's told me, like, I really think that Magic Kingdom would be my favorite, just because it sounds like that's where, like, a lot of the classics
1: are.
2: Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we are going there soon, you
0: know, because we can't stay away, and (laughs) actually, the day that this is released will be in Disney. Oh!
2: (laughs) oh. (laughs) But, like, originally, awesome. we weren't going to go to Magic Kingdom, and then, like, we were like, what are we saying? We have to go to Magic Kingdom. So yeah, I was like, wait. we
0: go to Magic Kingdom every single time. <laughs> I was like, let's stay away from it. We'll do Hollywood Studios and Animal Kingdom to see, like, the new stuff that's been released. And then f- I was just like, you know what? The lines at Toyster are going to be way too long. Let's just go to Magic Kingdom. <laughs> and <laughs> we'll quite the- a passage. <clears throat> oh, yeah, yeah, I know. I think we're probably going to avoid that. I got a fast pass for the boat ride, though.
3: So, so like now that I live like nine hours from Orlando, I'm gonna drive down there on one of my long weekends. Yeah, yeah,
0: do, so. it, do It's fun. Yeah, we're just doing like a long weekend, a Friday to Sunday with my mom. So, yep. Yeah. Alrighty, what is your favorite Disney memory?
3: Um. So, so this is another one that um, like is is heavily with my grandma. She and my grandpa raised me, so, like, all my Disney memories are with them. But um, so growing up, and even now, we still go to, um, it's. we call it our camper. It's about three hours from where my grandparents live. Um, and I was probably, like, three years old, and my grandpa had this old uh, truck. And um, I would sit in the middle between them. And my grandma uh, had this book that she used to read to me, and I loved this book. Like, I made her read it all the time. It was a as a baby Mickey and Minnie book, and uh like I would get really mad at her because like she wouldn't actually look at the book while she was reading it because, like that's how many times she read it to me. like <laughs> she memorized it. And so like she would just you know read from her memory and like she would turn the pages and I'd follow along. and so like I, I was talking to her about it this afternoon, and she was like, yeah, that's probably like one of my favorite Disney memories with you too, so.
2: That's cute. so sweet. Yeah, it is so
0: sweet. <laughs> those um, are the memories
2: I'm talking about.
0: I know. Yeah, you know? those like those nostalgic. Yeah. Memories. Not I even love. a big
2: moment. Just like something that yeah. sits in your head, and you just like you just feel good about it. You know.
0: Mhm. Yep. Reading the Winnie the Pooh books with my dad is like that. Oh I was yeah. You have a
2: video of that, don't you? And it's like super
0: cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Uh, alrighty, so now that we know our new guest a little bit better, today we're gonna be discussing Lady and the Tramp, which I'm super excited about. I love this movie. Finally, guys, a movie that I know that I love. <laughs> I'm not gonna fall asleep during this one. Are you sure? I did not, I already watched it. <laughs> <clears throat> so, is it Time. It's time for the 30-second
2: Disney,
0: Disney
1: Dash. Who's going first? Are we doing... Sam's no. <laughs> so like, no, not me! <laughs> oh, keep T- oh, it! Brave. I, I gotta get it over with. My, um, <laughs> I was doing this to my coworker worker again. Like she's my practice. and She goes, what, why am I to practice again? And I played back um, a couple of your podcasts for today to do this. And I'm like, yep. She's like all right, you got this. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. <clears throat> um, it was originally this. Oh my God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this movie has so many different pieces and parts to it. Yeah. More than you oh. remember, you Tail. know. Yeah. A lot a of, lot of details. details. All right, are you ready?
1: Maybe. <laughs> Set. Go. Lady is a Christmas present for Darling Dear. She ends up pregnant and has her baby. Aunt Sarah comes to watch Lady with her cat, Zion, and Am. Lady gets in trouble because of these darn cats gets muzzled but runs away. Tramp rescues her, has a romantic night. cute getting meatballs. Lady gets locked up in the pound, gets rescued. Rat attacks baby. Lady and Tramp save baby. Lady gets locked up and Aunt Tramp gets kicked out. Darling, come home and rescue them. Off to save Tramp. Finally, at the end, it's Happy Christmas with United Pups and You were like, one second over, but like, I'll
2: give
3: But it I was left. like, she's <laughs> going to end
0: it before 31 seconds, so I'll let her have it. You're within
3: yeah, the 30 right range. Yeah, I right at 30. Everything <laughs> I was
2: like, 30.5, 30.6. <laughs> awesome.
1: Well, good job. That was a, yeah, that was that good. Was a good one. Again, it went from, like, a full
2: page of no. <laughs> you guys so can't details. see this, but we can see the paper, and it's literally a full page of no. <laughs> yep. Uh, do you want to
0: go?
2: You want me to go?
0: I'll go. Okay. I'm winging it. I, is anybody surprised? Well, you know, for a while in the beginning there, I didn't. But I just think it's kind of fun. It, like, adds an element. That's your thing. Yeah. You do you. On your mark. Get set, go. Ladies a Christmas present, and then the darlings, darlings, whatever, get pregnant, and they have a baby, and Lady escapes, and then goes to Tramp, and then they get spaghetti, and then they come back, and then Aunt Sarah, oh, she already came, and then, um, <laughs> I'm out. Tap out. I'm out. I'm
2: out. You're only at 21. I got nervous because I laughed. <laughs> you got
0: uh, I just know I got I get all messed up because I put Aunt Sarah in the wrong spot. It's episode twenty nine. You can't be getting nervous. you have done this twenty nine times. I know. <laughs> that was bad. We you guys, all, we all I know I you. know what happens, okay? Lady and Tramp wind up together, they have babies, and then they're scamp.
2: Well, let's not spoil the next one,
0: alright? Jeez. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah. I actually really like that sequel, but that's for another day.
2: It. Sam, would you like to go next or last?
3: Uh, I can go next. Okay.
2: She has found her courage.
3: <laughs> no, I haven't, but we're going to it right. got this.
2: <laughs> On your mark, get set, go.
3: Jim Deer gives his wife a puppy. They name her Lady. Lady grows up. We meet her friends, Jock and Trusty. We see Lady's pampered lifestyle. Darling changes and Lady can't figure out why. Jock and Trusty explain that there's going to be a baby. Enter Tramp, who says babies are basically horrible. Enter Baby. We see Lady's love and protection of the baby. Jim and Darling go away. Aunt Sarah comes with her awful cats. to get Lady in trouble. Lady escapes after being muzzled by Aunt Sarah. She meets Tramp again. They wander around the city. Spaghetti is never the same again. Tramp and Lady... T- Tramp takes Lady home. Baby's Oh my gosh! Tran takes lady <sighs> home. And then oh, you're so <laughs> close!
2: <laughs> I got so tangled up in my own words, it's hard. Like the pressure it's starts okay, so coming on. <laughs> uh, you kept chugging through. Meg was just like, "I give up." <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love your spaghetti. Will never be the same. Yes, line. That, was <laughs> that was great.
2: That was great. All right, Meg, you gonna time me? Oh yeah. I'm bringing up the rear here. Ready?
0: No. Set.
2: Go. Jim, dear, and Darling adopt a cute little puppy named Lady and spoil her good until they, until they find out Darling is, is expecting and Lady feels neglected. Alicia's dog named Tramp tells her she's done for, but a romance blossoms between them when she ends up lost in town and they share a lovely spaghetti dinner. Turns out Tramp gets around a bit and Lady would have dumped him had it not been for true love and and if Tramp hadn't, hadn't rescued the baby from an evil rap, the family... Oh my god! The family <laughs> adopts Tramp and they have some little ones of their own. I couldn't speak for the life of
0: me! <laughs> I'm sorry, I cursed you. <laughs> 24 seconds
2: Tripping over it
0: all Alright, we got
2: it out Get your wiggles and your giggles out from that one It's time to talk some history
0: History History um, So actually there's some stuff in here that I had no idea Because, so Lady and the Tramp is one of those films that Like I just grew up on um, It was one that my mom would always put on for me I had a cocker spaniel growing up And I actually didn't make the connection that, like, Lady was known as an American Cocker Spaniel, just like my dog. I always kind of thought she was a King Cavalier, or Cavalier, King Cavalier Charles Spaniel or something, Charles, I don't know. I thought she was that kind of Spaniel, but she's actually just an American Cocker Spaniel, so that's cool. Um, But this was one of those ones that, like, I I just know it because... I watched it so many times as a kid. because uh, we were a dog family in the beginning until I got older and asked for a cat and then I switched allegiance to so cats. It's
2: almost like you like not that you took it for granted, but like it's kinda like, you know, Lion King. Like I can't wait to like actually dive into Lion King because I've literally just
0: watched it my right. Whole yeah. Or this even is, Aladdin. I love this, Aladdin. But I, I want to- I feel like more. this movie is the most nostalgic one for me that we've done so far. Like, I love Peter Pan, and I watched it a lot, but I didn't watch it as often as others. Same with Snow White. I'm trying to think of the other, like, animated the ones. Sleeping Beauty? We haven't done that yet, but no. I was, I,
2: don't know, I was just naming
0: one. No, I'm thinking of ones we've done so oh. far. So, like, this is definitely the most nostalgic, which is cool. Um, so, it was released in 1955. It is... Considered an animated musical romance, which I thought was cute. That's awesome. Um, it was released on June 22nd by Buena Vista Distribution. It's the 15th Disney animated feature film. And it was the first animated feature film in this filmed in the CinemaScope widescreen film process that we've been talking about with the live actions that we've done before this. Um, I, I didn't know that, that this one. was based on a book. It was based off of Happy Dan, the Cynical Dog by Ward Green. Um, So, Lady's an American Cocker Spaniel. And Tramp is just a stray that we don't know what kind of dog he is. I don't know. Can we speculate what he is? I honestly have no idea. He's just kind of like a culmination of a bunch. Yes.
3: I feel like if we had to put a breed to him, he would be like, a mix of a giant schnauzer and like maybe like a lab or something
0: (laughs) because of the short ears but like he's big
3: yeah
2: his like i don't know if his lankiness is from like him being a stray dog so he doesn't you know he just like eats scraps but like maybe a little touch of greyhound because he's got like yeah yeah,
3: that's a good call
2: but definitely more
0: lab and more schnauzer um so when the two dogs meet they embark on many romantic adventures and fall in love and there is a direct to video sequel called lady and the tramp to scamp's adventure which was released in 2001
2: scamp is like a mini tramp pretty much right he gives him a run for his money scamp is really cute
0: (laughs) he's super cute they kind of
2: set that up in this one too like at the end like He's the troublemaker. Yeah, he's the troublemaker, (laughs) and he's the
0: only one like Tramp. Mm -hmm. All the others look like Lady. Mm -hmm. I also want to say that when a Cocker Spaniel and a Mutt have puppies, that's not what happens.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Disney not.
0: (laughs) But Disney tried to make us believe that, and that's cute.
2: (laughs) Also, like, none of the Cocker Spaniel ones were boys. You know, and, like, none of the mutt ones were girls. Like, it's just, like, strictly, like, like you're your father, and you're tramp. your mother. <laughs> oh, cartoons. I'm sorry. Animated
0: features. Yeah, don't call this a cartoon. I corrected myself. <clears throat> What's
1: wrong with you? All
2: right. Fun facts. So, Lady in the Tramp was actually inspired by a real dog named Lady. In 1937, there was a Disney writer named Joe Grant who showed Walt some sketches he had done of his Springer Spaniel named Lady. Yes.
0: This is going to be super nerdy of me in the YouTube world, but there's a YouTube channel called A Bug's Life. And... Oh, yeah. They're, like, their last name is Bug. They're the Bugs. And they have a Cocker Spaniel, and she's named Lady. And I never made that connection This was just... What?! I didn't know that she was a Cocker Spaniel in oh the book, in the God. movie. I mean, I figured that she was like named after a lady, but I was like, oh, they got the breed wrong. But they didn't. They didn't.
2: Shout out to the Bugs because they're awesome. Check them out. Yeah, their channel's cute. <clears throat> um, so Walt was so impressed by these sketches that he told Grant, he's like, yeah, go ahead, make a full storyboard. So like in the movie, the real life lady was learning how to deal with her owner's new baby, so that served as the main inspiration for the plot. But Walt wasn't thrilled with the storyline, and the idea was scrapped. But several several years later, he saw a story in Cosmopolitan by Ward Green, which was Happy Dan the Whistling Dog, and thought that the two ideas could, could be combined to be able to create a stronger story. And he didn't ask Grant to like redo the story; he asked Green to come up with one. So I wonder how. Must not have had how how a good he relationship. About that, yeah, I kind of would have been a little sad, but. So, Walt was the one who personally came up with the name Tramp. Early drafts named him Homer, Rags, Bozo, and Mutt. Bozo? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, Walt himself, like, came over, scratched out Mutt, and penciled in Tramp.
0: Can we talk about Bozo for a second? (laughs) Where did they come up with it? (laughs) Lady and the Bozo.
2: Like, what the heck? I don't know. That's why it didn't make it, because
0: it's bad. (laughs) Lady uh, in the mutt. I yeah. mean, like honestly, I think that mutt probably would have been the closest out of any of those to yeah. like one that could work. Homer, I just think of Homer Simpson. Mm-hmm. But I guess this came out before that. And, like
2: I get <laughs> I get rags, but it does it's just doesn't flow. It's not no. It's Lady not in the rags. No. <laughs> Lady in <and> Bozo <laughs> <laughs> no. So, um, so he penciled in Tramp, and Ward, Green, and the other animators were like, or the other people on the team felt it was a little too risque, but Walt is Walt, he usually gets his way, and in this case, he did.
0: So the real life Tramp- I mean, he's the brains of the operation, he should get what he wants. Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) There would be no Tramp at all without Walt, you know. True. So the real life Tramp was actually a girl. So lady and Tramp. Both real-life girl dogs. Uh, the writers and animators had plenty of spaniels that they brought in to, like, use as models, as they did, even as far back as Bambi. But they couldn't find the perfect mutt. Um, so, like, one of the writers spotted the perfect, quote, happy yet bedraggled dog roaming around his neighborhood. But when he tried to, like, coax it over, it ran away. So he decided to check the city pound, and the dog was there. So Disney actually adopted the dog, and who apparently was very close to being put down or taking the long walk, and he let her live in a private area behind Disneyland. Aww. hmm thought that was really cute. Well saving the dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the idea of the story originated in 1937. The rights to Happy Dam were purchased in the early 40s, but this movie didn't come out until 55. So that's partly because of those propaganda films that we um, had covered <laughs> And he also felt that the animators lost their touch with the characters, so he took them off leading the tramp, switched them to Sleeping Beauty for about six months,
0: and then when they returned, he said that they had, like, a brand new enthusiasm. And it's actually thanks so to- So they were, like, doing this and Sleeping Beauty at like, the same time. hmm Because that's kind of soon. Yeah. There's a lot
2: of live actions that come out in a row, I feel like. Yes. There, yes. There is. <laughs> And it was actually Roy who, like, encouraged Walt to start the project up again in the first place. Walt had almost, like, forgot about it. And he encouraged, he said that they would outline a plan to do, like, a smaller first-run theater-only thing. And then he was like, alright, let's do it. And now we have Leading the Tramp. So, a gift that Walt gave Lillian, his wife, right, actually inspired a scene in the movie. So, for Christmas one year, Walt bought Lillian a chow puppy, but instead of just having it trot out, he put the puppy in a hat box and gave it to her, and she was disappointed at first because apparently she liked to choose her own hats. <laughs> but, obviously, she quickly recovered when that little puppy came out, and they named him
0: Sunny. I knew that fun fact. I knew I knew about that. Aren't you just so smart? I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, the Siamese
2: cats are named Si and Am, but they originally nip and tuck. And they belong to a mumsy instead of Aunt Sarah. And Jim, Deer and Darling were once known as Mr. and Mrs. Fred. I think Jim, Deer and Darling is like way cuter because that's just like what Lady hears, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, that is cute. So when she's just like,
2: Oh, but Jim Deer Jim Deer was doing this and blah blah blah. It's just so funny. It's because like
0: Because like, is you. that really their name? Right. No, it's just what like they call each other. So she's like, Oh, that's Deer and Darling. <laughs> It's so cute. I love
2: Lady. There was originally a pet duck in the film and a canary named Trilby. They got cut. There was also a song called I'm Free that Tramp was supposed to sing, but it didn't fit him after a while. Like, his character kind of developed. But it is released as an extra on the Blu-ray that came out in 2012.
0: I bet you it's on the one that I have. I think that's the one I have. We should watch it. The spaghetti
2: scene. Almost didn't happen. What? Walt didn't like it. He couldn't wrap his head around, even though he wanted the dogs to have human emotions, he couldn't wrap his head around two dogs romantically sharing a string of spaghetti. But now it's one of the most famous and parodied scenes ever. I mean, I mean, like,
0: that is like the iconic lady in the tramp scene.
2: And we recreated this on our honeymoon. Like, they let you do this at the restaurant.
1: Yes. Yeah, if you see any, like, list of like most romantic movie moments this is on it i know like, it's like the only animated moment but out of like any list you ever see it's always on there how 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 i know <laughs> i know yes
3: um i can't remember if it was like walt that said it or if it was just an article i was reading but they, like, they made like a really good point as to like why walt didn't like the scene they're like if you've ever seen two dogs like try to eat Together, like it's a hot mess.
1: Yeah. Like, <laughs> so
0: yeah. Also, like that scene coupled with like them walking in the cement and like putting their their paw prints in the heart. Yeah. Cause like that heart is on Main Street USA in Magic Kingdom in front of Tony's Town Square, where you can recreate that scene with spaghetti.
2: Yeah, if anyone doesn't know what we're talking about, Tony's Town Square is Tony's restaurant in Magic Kingdom, in Walt Disney World, and if it's, like, a special anniversary or something like that, they You will... get
0: the red checkered tablecloth. Mm-hmm. They put the Nobody else out, gets a tablecloth.
2: And then if you order spaghetti, they, like, offer to you, like, do you want to do the spaghetti kiss? Because we'll take your picture. And, of course, you can't not do it. Yeah, we did it. It was great. Yeah. Maybe we'll post it.
3: <laughs> I definitely want to see that picture. You should post it. Yeah. yeah. So cool.
2: <laughs> we'll post it. <laughs> Alright, so this last fun fact is a little bit of a downer, so we're gonna have to pick it up after this. Trusty the Bloodhound almost didn't make it. So, near the end of the movie, Trusty finds himself on the wrong end of the dog catcher's wagon. Though we later see him enjoying Christmas Day with his friends, he's okay. He wasn't supposed- it wasn't supposed to end so happily. So there's two stories as to why trustee got a reprieve. So one version is that Walt had gotten a lot of criticism for killing Bambi's mother, and he didn't want to repeat that experience again. <clears throat> and the other is that he saw Peggy Lee, who I believe voiced, like, the girl dog in the Lee. pound. Or is it uh, Lady? Um,
0: I'll look that up really quick. I feel but, like I should know that.
2: Um, the other is that he saw Peggy Lee crying in the studio one day, and when he asked her why... She said the scene was just too sad, and he, he was like, well, the movie needs drama, but she pleaded with him to let Trusty live. So however it worked out, Trusty's still around, he's got his scent back, it's all good.
3: Are you looking up, Peggy?
1: Yeah, but of course, this is not coming
0: easy. <laughs> it's okay.
3: Yes? Um. So I actually have two facts if you're done. Yeah, like- go for it. Okay, so the first one um, is that uh, if you actually look during the Twilight Bark scene in 101 Dalmatians, Lady and Tramp are there in that scene. Um, And then the other one... That's so cool. I know, isn't that awesome? Like, I I had to actually look up the... um, I looked up that clip on YouTube, and I was like, oh my gosh, there they are, that's awesome. Um, And then the other fact that I have is the setting um, for the town... Uh, that they, like Lady and Tramp, lived in and were wandering around in is actually inspired by uh, Walt's hometown of uh, Marceline, Missouri. So, Huh. (laughs)
0: Wow. Which makes sense as to why Tony's Restaurant is on Main Street USA in Magic Kingdom because it's (laughs) themed after Marceline, Missouri. Oh my god, my mind can't (laughs) handle that. I need a moment. (laughs) I get it now. It all makes sense. I've never questioned
2: it before. No, I've it never questioned there. why it
0: was there. I was just like, oh, it fits. It's Main Street. Like right. it looks cute there. I like it. Oh my god. Oh, also Peggy Lee played Peg, the girl stray dog. Yes. Score one for me.
3: Yes. And like I you could you could like cut this out, but like there did you guys read that there was like a crazy controversy? Like she ended up suing Disney
2: I almost like, put that in, but I didn't, but please go for
0: it.
3: No, we yeah. don't have to
0: cut this out.
2: Talk yeah. about it.
3: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, so like, when she signed her contracts, like, uh, she was supposed to have, like, uh, a cut or a royalty or something, like, of everything that's made. Well, when, it, uh, when the contract was signed, VHS wasn't a thing. And so, I, I think it was, like, 91. She ended up being awarded, like, $3 million. For the, the, the VHSs, yeah.
2: Yep, yeah. It was like, hmm. she argued that it was like some some word that was like, kind of like, and other things, like that's what it <clears> kind <throat> of went to. So she that's what she was arguing, like, well, this word's in there, so this should count VHSs, and they're like, but, like, that didn't exist at the time, and then they eventually
0: settled for $3.1 million. Imagine cool. how much she, like, could have gotten if they didn't settle, though. Probably more than that. Oh yeah, from all the well,
3: because she had asked for like twenty five million, and the court yeah. had given her like three point one. Yeah,
0: That's I don't. <laughs> yeah, I I don't think that I would cry over three point one million dollars.
2: <laughs> it's not too bad for a stray dog. She's doing all right.
0: She's not even like a main character. I mean, like <laughs> she's important, but like not. There's more important characters. What a dog. I'm just saying. <laughs> Alrighty, so characters. First up is Lady, who we know is a American Cocker Spaniel. Um, I get like obsessed with her (laughs) breed. I had one. If you didn't know,
2: Lady is an American Cocker Spaniel. However, she was
0: sketched from a Springer Spaniel. She was. Yeah. See, I knew there was something off. She doesn't look oh, like a true Cogger Spaniel. Right,
2: Disney, right now. Ladies wrong.
0: Just a spaniel. <laughs> her
2: breed doesn't exist.
0: But anyway, about her personality.
3: It's <laughs> <laughs> like a uh, Dear Joe vomit. Dear Walt.
0: Yes, Dear Walt. Why did you not just draw her off of an American Cogger Spaniel? They exist, they're readily available throughout the world. Because Walt created an American Springer Spaniel. That's why. That's why. (laughs) Alright, so basically Lady's a sweetheart. And I love her. And I love how she's in denial about being in love with Tramp like after she gets back from the pound. And then he like tries to come up to her with the bone in his mouth. And she's just like sitting there with her nose up in the air like no. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to talk to you she's like so like she I think that she knows that she's in love with him but she's like in denial about it and I just think that that's really cute yeah
2: she's so so sweet she's like at first I was uh, because I've seen this movie before but like I was really trying to pay attention this time
0: why how many times have you seen this movie
2: I honestly don't know I don't know because, like, it's, it's been on in the background in my childhood life occasionally, but, like, not that many
0: times. I've probably seen it, like, 50 times. No, it's definitely nothing <laughs> like that. And I couldn't even do a summary about it. I might even say, like,
2: five. That's sad. I know. But, anyway. She starts out kind of, like, super spoiled. Yeah, but I mean it's okay. I spoil my cat. She's an only dog, right? She's an only dog. Her parents absolutely adore her, but then like she grows up, but she's still like the cute kind of spoiled. Did you have something you wanted to add, Sam? I
3: was just asking if we were going to sort them. Oh, of
2: course. <laughs> <laughs> Caitlin, you can go ahead first. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. So just like I'm a spoiled, my friend just had a, recently had her second child, and like it's kind of funny what like just a comparison to like how human, humanistic it is, whatever. Um, Cause like her older daughter's just like, no, these are these are my parents. And oh no, what, what? But when her sister came out, she's like, this is my baby sister. I love her. Right. And just kind of how the lady was into the baby, but yeah. mm-hmm. also like how she's like so sheltered and she's a, she's a house dog and she didn't realize the mean street. Um, kinda like Rapunzel and Future Tangled. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes. That's a good comparison. Yeah, I like that. Where would she be? A, a Hufflepuff.
3: Hufflepuff.
2: I mean, I'm good with that, cause, you know.
0: <laughs> she's pure.
3: She dipped her donut in coffee. There's, like, no question she's a Hufflepuff. Yes. She
0: When we watched that scene, I looked at Katie, and I was like, I always loved that they gave her coffee and a donut. It just, like, (laughs) makes me smile that they gave their dog coffee and a donut.
2: (laughs) And she just, like, she just eats it. This is my life. It's so good.
3: Basically. Now
2: I want a donut. I have coffee right now, and now I really want a donut to dunk in there. Puff problems.
3: Same.
0: Yeah. All right, Tramp. Tramp. He's a scoundrel. Yep. He's funny. He's funny. He's like the perfect comic relief.
2: You want to know something? I'm going to go with the Rapunzel theme. Because ladies like Rapunzel, Tramp is like Flynn. Yeah. Because he's on this adventure. He just is going through life, doing what he wants to do. He can look at something and go, "Mm, I could get used to this view. I'm used to it and he moves on to the next place, but he falls in love and all of a sudden he has a new dream.
0: Yes, I have a dream. <laughs> I have a dream. Uh, also, American Cocker Spaniels have long ears, kind of like a puzzle. Oh has my one. god, <laughs> I was just about to
3: make that point.
2: <laughs> no, there's two of you. <laughs> I mean, they do have long,
1: floppy
0: ears, though.
2: At least they got Tramp's nose right.
1: But he's missing Tramp. the smolder. Yeah. I bet he does, does have he a
0: smolder. he I have to watch it again and watch out for that. See if he does. He calls her pigeon all the time, which I think is kind of cute. It's but doesn't so cute. Flynn have a nickname for Rapunzel? Goldie. Goldie? Blondie. 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 Thank you. Look at this. Look it's at this It's the same connection. thing.
2: Kale, it's
1: you're the a same
0: movie. <laughs> it's just with dogs and not people. They share spaghetti. <laughs> and then Rapunzel and Flynn share lanterns.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: okay.
0: <laughs> but, like, that's the romantic
2: moment. I was like, what do Rapunzel and Flynn eat? I'm like,
0: what? They share lanterns. Right. And at last I see the light. The spaghetti. And it's like the fog has lifted. So
2: where would, would Trampy on the Hogwarts spectrum? <laughs> I'll take him in Slytherin. I love him. Either Slytherin or Gryffindor. It's real tough. No, he's
3: ambitious.
2: Yeah, he's more, sly, like, sly. Like, he can get out of stuff. Yep. Yeah.
3: <clears throat> <clears throat> I... I want to call him like a Slytherin, just because like he is like he is very ambitious, but like he's also very brave because like he does and go he like he will go save like the 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 pound dogs. Yeah, and stuff yeah. Like he put so.
2: himself at risk of getting caught mm-hmm. to break his friends out.
3: And like when he like, the baby from the rat. What makes you think a Slytherin
2: wouldn't do that? I'm not saying they wouldn't. I'm saying that
0: he should definitely be a Slytherin. Slytherins are fierce friends. So are Hufflepuffs. No, they're loyal. There's a difference.
2: What did Dumbledore say about Cedric Degree? He's a fierce, fierce friend. Don't argue with me on this.
1: Again, you're outnumbered <laughs> by Hufflepuff. <laughs> are you a Hufflepuff too, Caitlin? I am. Oh, you are outnumbered. <laughs> I mean, it's
2: fine. I love you, you know that.
0: Jack. Jock. This dude is feisty. Are you sure that it, you wrote Jacques?
2: That's what it said on the website I looked at. I always it's thought that it
0: was Jacques, but I think that's how you spell it. Jacques should be J A C Q U E S. I don't know. Yes. I looked
2: it up, and that's what it said, and that's why I typed it that way. I don't know it's the American spelling. Yeah, mm-hmm. I take no American responsibility. Spelling?
0: Anyway, this dude gets him. fired up. He's like from- Oh well, from, actually, um, no, he's not French. He's Scottish. Yeah,
3: because he says burn. Which is a Scottish word for baby.
0: Mm,
2: fun fact.
0: <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. Okay.
2: Um. Yeah, I like how defensive he is over Lady. He's kind of like her dog dad. He's in a, a way. fierce
0: friend. He's a fierce friend.
2: He's a Slytherin. And when Tramp comes around, when they don't like him, he like he gets that like dog fight thing, where he tries to puff himself up. Yeah. because Gets like the dinosaur ridges and he's down like, his back. And He's
0: such a little dog, but he's just like. Jumping around. <laughs> He's little, but he'll take you. <laughs> Do you want to know what's funny, guys? This this movie's my life. So, I had a Cocker Spaniel. My neighbors had a uh, schnauzer. And they were friends. Did you guys share lanterns? Maybe they shared <laughs> spaghetti in the backyard. I don't know. That's pretty cool, though. I know. His name was Pepper. I'm not Tramp. No, not Tramp. Yes, Caitlin.
1: Well, was he uh, a schnauzer or a Scottish terrier? Oh, a Scottish with his, terrier.
0: With He's his
1: uh, tartan? Yeah.
0: You're right. Okay, guys, that just crumbled my dreams. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that like, uh, might be, like little Scottish.
0: That's why Scottish I said him. he was Scottish. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> eh, same thing. Schnauzer, Scottish terrier. <laughs> However,
2: if you ask her about Spaniels, they're all very different.
0: Very they different. They are. There's so many different breeds. <laughs> so where would our little Scottish Jacques go?
3: He's a Gryffindor. Yeah.
2: He's a Griffin dog For sure. <laughs>
0: he's a Gryffarin.
2: Yeah, I could see a little bit of Slytherin in there. A
0: little bit. No. Yeah. A little bit. I just want them all in Slytherin. <laughs> Alright, trusty. Can't steal everybody, okay. Trusty. I'm not stealing Aunt Sarah. Don't you guys even try and put her in my house. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, good old trusty. So we know that he almost died. Mm-hmm. Um, for real. He almost died for real. Yeah. I think... I love how he, like, lost his scent, but then, like, it comes back at the perfect time. Oh, and how offended
2: he was when Jacques was like, "Yeah, we all
0: know you don't have your nose anymore.
2: I know, gave and him he was like, look.
0: what? How dare you? Don't say that about me, I'm a bloodhound. And he was on a mission. And then he found him! Mm-hmm. I love him. He is trusty. Which is why I'm gonna put him in Hufflepuff. Aww. I'm done with that. Trust is, like, one of the characteristics of Hufflepuff whenever you see like all the merch where it says loyal trust isn't trust on there? I swear to god it is. Loyal for sure but <laughs>
2: that goes along with trust. It might be on somewhere. They use a lot of different words. I think that it is. I agree though. I feel bad that he got hurt but he was okay.
0: I think he is like a Huffledore.
3: Yeah. I would agree. Yes, I love how he was like constantly forgetting, and he's like, "Have I told you about my? I think he said like grandsire, old reliable." And oh I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah.
2: You told us, and they get so sad, but then at the end,
3: and then he's like, "I can't, I can't remember." Actually,
2: <laughs> <laughs> he didn't need that advice after all. So we don't really know a lot about them, but we fig- I figured I would
0: mention. Jim, Jim Deere and, and Darling, darling. just because, like,
1: they're they good are good. a
0: lady's parents. They're good owners, and I have to say that I appreciate that they stick up for her the second they come back with Aunt Sarah, how she's, like, got her locked up, and they're like, well, no, that there must be something wrong, like, lady would know if there's something wrong. Yeah. And then they let her out, and she goes right there, and there's a rat. Yeah. They're like, what now, Aunt Sarah? Get out of here. You're obviously not a good babysitter. You and your dumb cats. Even though I like cats. But not those cats.
2: I think they're muggles. Yeah. We
0: just don't know enough
2: about them. They could be squibs. Yeah, we're squibs. One or the other. So what about our dear Aunt Sarah and her cats, Cy and Am? Silence because everybody can't
0: stand her. She's just so infuriating. I know. She's, like, one of those people that doesn't, she has no, um, what is the word that I'm looking for? Like, she just doesn't pay attention to her surroundings, doesn't try and, like, fully understand everything that's going on, like, taking the big picture. She's very, like, focused on what her job is and her, like, vision's not going to stray from that, even if that means, like making Lady out to be a bad dog, you know. Her cats are perfect in her eyes. They would never do anything wrong. See, like, I have a troublesome cat. He is mischievous. He gets into things. I can admit that, though. I know that he causes trouble. I love him for it, but I'm never going to pretend he doesn't cause trouble. You know what I mean? I mean, to
2: to her credit, Cy and M are very good actors. They're on the floor, like, writhing in pain and yowling. Her poor yeah. babies. They're troublemakers. They're annoying. I do like their song, though.
0: We are Siamese, if you please. Thank you. I was waiting for you to finish it.
2: <laughs> so I'd put cyanam in, uh, in Slytherin. Yeah.
3: Yes. No, that's straight, like, Aunt Sarah is Aunt Petunia, and Cyanam is Dudley. Oh,
2: yes! I
0: agree. Yes. I agree. Alright. Favorite parts of the movie, slash characters.
2: You wanna just do favorite-favorite for everybody? Yeah,
0: we'll just, like, say both and go around. Favorite character for me is Lady. She's just sweet. Sweet. And cute and I love that she's I love that she's just like real like for being a dog I mean obviously they play up their human emotions and everything but like I love that she has flaws in the fact that like she knows she's in love with Tramp but she's gonna be mad at him but then like he wins her over again it's just like the perfect little story and I love her character arc Um. And then, favorite scene is uh, this is it's the spaghetti scene. <laughs> I mean, it just is. I cannot believe Walt didn't like that scene. And to go along with that, again, reminder anybody who's going to Magic Kingdom and you're going on your honeymoon or you're there for an anniversary or something, recreate the scene. It's it was. fun. Tell them that it's your anniversary. Tell them that it's your honeymoon. They'll give you the tablecloth. It's really cool. cool.
2: And you get their paw prints.
0: You get a card with their paw prints in it. They sign it for you. It's very
2: sweet. Yeah. Do one of you guys want to go? We'll bounce back and forth.
3: Uh, Okay. So uh, my favorite scene uh, is when Lady... Actually, I I have two... Um, it's when she's dipping the donut in the coffee. (laughs) I love that. Um, and the other one is seeing her with her own babies and just seeing her like, like how she loves the human baby and then like how she's such a good mama to her own babies. That's cute.
0: That's sweet. Is Lady Um, your favorite?
3: So I, I really, really love Trusty, but yeah, Lady is, is definitely my favorite. Um, but that is mostly because, um, I think... Uh, that if my my little munchkin were to be a cartoon character, she would be lady. Like, so they are both spoiled and they are, like, just pampered and, like, but they love unconditionally. Like, they're always going to be your best friend.
0: Yeah. 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 That's cute. <laughs> um,
2: I'm having a hard time picking a favorite character, trying to go between lady and tramp. Tramp kind of, his, like, his demeanor kind of bothers me in the beginning because he's just, like, too, like, he's kind of a little fool of himself, you know, and Lady's a little too innocent. But then, like, as they grow up and as they become, like, one together, they're, like, my favorite together. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And then I have, I think, three favorite scenes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, obviously the spaghetti scene because... It's the best, and it's iconic, and I love how um, the guy comes out with, like, a plate of bones. He's like, here's the bones, and Tony's like, yeah, bones. Bones! No! This is a special date! You get them something good, only the best! <laughs> um, and then I really like when Lady visits the baby for the first time. She's just so very curious. She doesn't know what a baby is. Um, you see her kind of peeking in, and then that's when you kind of see the family really come together. Like, Jim Deere picks her up to look at the baby and she still doesn't know what it is but it just makes her smile and I
0: think that's really sweet yeah (laughs) sorry I love how that scene also really um shows like how we are viewing this from a dog's perspective Mm -hmm. you know so like Obviously, we know that it's a baby. We know what Jim Deere and Darling are going through and doing right now. But, like, we're discovering it as Lady is discovering it. And I just think artistically, it's really beautiful.
2: It's Yeah, it's honestly the best part I can think of is it's sweet. Like, she has that yeah. little What is a Baby song.
0: Yeah. Like, it must
2: be something so special. Like, everyone's in this big tizzy about it. Um, and then my last favorite scene is when Peg the stray dog is singing her song. The back beats of the song, the dogs, and they're like brum, 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 brum. brum,
1: brum.
2: <laughs> Gets me every time. It's so cute. And that's all I got. It's
1: cute. Um, I think I'm a huge fan of Lady Two. Um, I think a lot of that was um, my mom. It's her favorite Disney movie. It's the only one she's ever purchased for herself. Um, so when that came out on like DVD, she bought two copies. <laughs> so, like, it was one I grew up watching, like um, Megan did, just because it was one my mom could relate to. So it was always on, always something we would watch together. So I grew very fond of Lady. Um, and uh, again, traditionalists love the spaghetti scene, and then I also love the Christmas scene at the end. Um, I love the baby's interaction with the puppies. Yeah. Um, and just seeing like how they are. They're one. They're one family. Like, there's no, like, oh, don't go near the baby. You're going to hurt it. Um, But just, like, everyone's just loving together.
0: Yeah, I like that scene, too. Yeah. I honestly just love the whole movie. I just love Mm -hmm. it. It's just so good. Which leads me to least favorite. In, In all honesty, I can't pick anything. I don't, I mean, like, if I had to pick something, I would say when Trusty almost dies just because it's sad. But, like, it's also necessary for, like, the storyline, like, the flow of the story. Like, it makes sense that something like that should happen. And um, and then he winds up being okay, so, like, I can't hate it too much. <laughs> so, but, like, I can't pick a least favorite character. I mean, I guess the rat. <laughs> what about Aunt Sarah? Yeah, Aunt Sarah. Or the rat. But oh, again, man. like... Yeah, Aunt Sarah's annoying, and like so are Cyan Am. But like, it's again like it it brings this quality and like part in the story that is so great. I can't really hate it all that much because like that song is awesome. As annoying as those cats are, and Aunt Sarah's annoying, but would Lady have met Tramp without her? True.
3: I don't know. True. Fair points. How about you, Sam? Um, okay, so my least favorite character is Aunt Sarah. She just, to me, like, I have such a soft spot in my heart for dogs. Like, I've always had, like, two or three dogs in my house growing up, and I, I, it makes me cry when someone is mean to a dog in any way, shape, or form, and it doesn't even matter that this is, like, animated, like, it makes me so mad that she's mean to Lady. Yeah, I know
0: Uh, what you mean.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And and that kind of leads into my least favorite scene, Um, and that is when uh, Aunt Sarah has uh, Lady muzzled. And the animators in this movie did such a good job, because I feel like they captured Lady's fear perfectly, and, like, I've seen it in my own dog, like, when she gets scared, like, she does that scramble backward thing. And watching her do that, I like I I cry every time because it just it literally rips my heart out because like I I cannot stand that and then I get really mad so but yeah yeah
2: and that shop owner he's like oh doggy doggy sit still shut up you're being really mean to
0: that dog yeah my cats do the walk backwards thing too
2: (laughs) they also do this thing where they turn to jelly and you can't touch them (laughs) because they just you can't pick them up um it's your turn Least favorite character... I'll just say Aunt Sarah, because I don't like her. I think she's very rude. But I do have a least favorite scene, because it's really sad. When you first go into The Pound with Lady, they play, like, this sad, sad song, and they go through all these dogs that are literally crying in their cages. And I think this is the right name. I can hear Sarah McLaughlin singing a sad song and, like, asking Angel. you to donate money. Angel. Yeah. You know, whatever. Horrible. Like, it made me so sad.
0: They should just play that song and then play that clip from Lady Yeah, <laughs> that's
2: all you need. Those puppy dog eyes were so sad. Donate
0: to the ASPCA. <laughs>
2: yes. Oh, my God. Terrible.
3: I'm glad I'm not the only one who said that, because I literally thought that when I watched that, I was yeah. like,
2: oh. These big, um, fat tears you? leaking down the dog? No. Yes.
1: I, I, okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Always so quick to change the channel when that song comes on. I you know. know. Yeah. Where's the remote? Go change it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, find the off button. I saying, I've ne- I don't get mad at Disney scenes as much as I do with Cy and Am. And clearly I have two cats who like to cause trouble. <laughs> um, but I always get so frustrated. Um. Because I'm just like she's so innocent. <laughs> um, yeah. So kind of like Megan. I don't really like have a least favorite, but if there's one that like gets my gets my juices mad and boiling, it's that one. Because I have a troublemaker too. However, I could not <laughs> imagine um, anyone wanting to be mean to me. <laughs> yeah.
2: Caitlin just slowly panned the camera over to said troublemaker, who was just glowering at the camera. Like, Penny, like she, she was literally like glaring at us. I know you're talking about me.
1: I mean, she. I mean, if you don't want to put this in, you don't have to. But she does have RBF for cat. Oh yeah. <laughs> so does our cat
3: Minnie. Yeah, for sure.
1: Maybe well, it's that's a girl funny. thing.
0: <laughs> that's
3: funny. I. It's not just a cat thing, because my dog gets it <laughs> too Um. All
0: right. So what we took away from it is just adopt all the animals. All Don't the animals. Don't let any of them go to the pound, ever. Um, and trust your pet, you know? Like, put trust in your pet. They, you are everything to them. So when there's changes, it's just as hard for them as it is for you. And I think sometimes people forget that. Um, Mm -hmm. And just, you know, my biggest thing is if you're going to adopt an animal, they are family until they die. So remember that. And just love them.
2: That's kind of what I was going to say. I was going to say that, like... Family is family. Family is very important. And your pets, this is something I believe to my core. Like, my cat is, honest to God, one of my
0: best friends. You know? I could like, never. They're my family. And, and I'm sorry if people who listen have done this, but I could never comprehend somebody moving and saying, oh, the apartment complex I'm moving to doesn't allow cats. Well, then guess what? You should search for another apartment complex because you've got a cat that depends on you. Yeah, it makes me sad. Um, and... Them switching homes is traumatic. Yeah, and it, really, there's just no excuse for it. And um, I could never, I could never let somebody else take care of my cats. They're mine. <laughs> I raised them. Right. You know, like I've raised them for, for even, and even if you have an older cat. I mean, stick it out with them.
2: Yeah, they love you and they need you. Yeah. That's and also my
0: soapbox for the episode.
2: Other thing I'm taking away from, you never know when you're going to run into uh, the love of your life. That was all coincidences of things that happened. And then it Truth. just, you know, you fell in love. Yep. Do
0: you guys want to add anything?
1: I like how you said trust your pets.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I, you never know, like, how attuned they are to certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things... Um, you know, Penny does is weird, is she growls whenever anyone's coming to the house. Like, she hears them outside, and she knows they're coming specifically to our door, and she'll start to growl. <laughs> and, um, she knows it's not Greg, um, or she knows it's not, like, someone's family, and, you know, her instinct is not to, like, trust those steps. So, you know, it, it may it may just be, like, someone silly, but it's just, it's cute to, like, know that she's She's attuned to something that's not normal, yeah, right. For and that is something very, very true. Is um, our pets love us unconditionally, they know what the normal goings on is, so yeah, they want to um, make sure everything is safe for us because it's also safe for them,
0: right? Yeah, yeah whenever I was little, my my dog, my packer spaniel,
1: <laughs> <laughs> he. <laughs>
0: He smelled a gas leak in our house, and he woke my dad up in the middle of the night. Yeah. That's crazy.
2: That's amazing.
0: And, like, my dad's like, what are you doing? But then, like, as soon as he was awake, and I think he went downstairs to go to the bathroom or something, and he was like, oh, I smell that. And it was, yeah, it was because of Rover. We're very original with our dog names in my household. It was (laughs) Rover. (laughs) so
2: do you ever do that thing where like you'll hear something and you look at the cat to see if they react to it and if they're cool with it then it's fine we're fine don't gotta be worried <laughs> well henry doesn't react to anything so <laughs> i good. have i have one of those
0: <laughs> anything could happen and he doesn't care <laughs> cool so did you got... want to add anything sam or no
3: um I mean, I definitely agree with everything you guys said. Like, I think uh, my takeaway was a little bit different. Um, it's just there's a lot of uh, a lot of judging going on in this movie. Like, I think uh, yeah. like with uh, Jock and Trusty and Lady not trusting Tramp originally, and that's just because he was a straight dog. And that kind of goes with um, you know animals and people. Like, you know, like pit bulls get a, a really bad rep just because of um, you know breed the way people yeah the way yeah they're breeding the way people have treated them but honestly some of the sweetest dogs i have ever met or i have been pit bulls and uh you know homeless dogs stray dogs it's the same thing it's like you just can't um you can't dismiss something somebody or some animal just because of the way that they, they look they're honestly like you treat the animal right and i feel like that's they're gonna be the kind of soul in the world so
2: yeah i like that a lot because tramp is you know he's totally different from them he's He doesn't have a collar, he doesn't have a home,
0: you know, he's an outsider. And then I love how, like, he's pretty proud to have a collar Mm -hmm. at the end, you know, Mm -hmm. and like, he never would have been before, but Lady kind of changed him. Yeah. Also, one last thing that I took away from this as well is adopt, don't shop. Yeah. Go to the
2: pound. Honest to God, those animals are so thankful for, like, their whole lives. And they act they show that it. way. Yeah, they show it. Yeah. yeah, except for my one cat. She doesn't like me.
0: She doesn't like life. Sorry. Sorry. She just doesn't like anything. I still love her.
3: Yes. Okay, I thought you guys had two. Yeah,
0: yeah, we have three. Oh, there's a third one. Yeah, she hates. I everybody. never hear you talk about her. It's because because she, she doesn't like. She hates it. <laughs> her. her name is Minnie after Minerva
1: because oh, she because she
0: looks like McGonagall like when she's a cat she looks just like cat, her so cool and it's she's so really hard to get a picture of her because she doesn't like a like camera
2: so but I have some like you know every now and then I'm like, oh you actually look normal in this picture.
0: sometimes she looks cute <laughs> yeah I mean, she always looks cute but sometimes she looks normal actually she, she did want my attention today so that was nice. <laughs> All right so. <laughs> New little segment that I've been adding in whenever I have info is a day in the life of Walt. So, like, what's going on in Walt's life when this movie is released. And this is pretty big one. Disneyland opens. Whoa! So, this movie comes out June 22nd. And then on the 4th of July... So, I found... This is really cool, actually. Hold on. Let me open this article. Um, so, he... So, this kind of reminds me of Club 33. Okay but it was for the animators and it was called the penthouse club and it was at the walt disney studios it was a private members only club on the fourth and top floor of the animation building the highest paid artists and animators who could afford the membership fee could enjoy access to the restaurant gym lounge and other amenities there it was commonly known as the roof And on the 4th of July in 1955, Walt invited the members of the club, along with their wives and children, to a special preview of Disneyland.
2: Whoa, that's cool.
0: Before it opened. So I was reading this article a little bit, and a couple of the animators and people who went said that... So this was July 4th, and Disneyland opened the 17th, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the 17th of July. They said that parts of the park still looked like a construction zone at this point. So like really? that's a lot of work between what? Like not even two weeks really. Um
2: Well he had a he had a deadline,
0: man. He opened yeah. on that day. <laughs> Uh, Walt specifically wanted to see how children would engage his park, as until then, its few visitors had mainly been adults, which is why he invited the animator's children to come along. Um, Only the west side of the park was open to attendees, so Fantasyland and Tomorrowland were closed. However, they could walk through Main Street, and all the shops and businesses were closed, but they could just walk through it to see it. Uh, And then they could go to Adventureland and Frontierland. So it probably, let me see here. Oh, also something else that I, I think that this might be in the other article that I found. So after all of that, Disneyland then opens on July 17th of that year. And I did not know this little fact that I'm going to try to bring up. But the... Hold on, I want to wait for it to load, because I I don't want to say it wrong. Load, page load! This website was giving me trouble, like, earlier today, too, whenever I found it. (sighs) Okay, so one of the... I believe that it was the Frontierland... Railroad Station... was themed after... The station in So Dear to My Heart.
2: Whoa, that's cool.
0: Yeah. Is it still like that? Yeah, it's the same. Ugh, I wish I would have known that. Isn't that weird? Yeah. I thought that was a very random thing to, like, base something off of. I mean, I guess, like, that kind of was a current movie when he was building this, so maybe it's not too weird, but... Huh. Yeah, this article sucks.
1: Bye.
2: <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's exciting. Because the next movie that comes out is like late, much later in the year. So like this is the most current thing happening in Walt's life is the, is Disneyland. And as we know, the opening of Disneyland was a complete cluster. <laughs> uh, the, the cement wasn't even fully dried all the way. So women's heels were sinking into the cement. Um, the <laughs> water wasn't fully up and running so Walt had to pick between bathrooms and drinking fountains so he went with bathrooms obviously because that would have been a mess and then he had to like have all the quick services offer free water because the drinking fountains were down so there were crazy lines for water, because I believe it was a really hot day, of course. And that's partially why the cement hadn't dried fully, because it was so hot. Um, that's why you can still go to Disney today and get free water. Yep.
2: It's like tradition. So just ask for an
0: ice water. And it's free. Yeah, and it's free. It doesn't always taste the best in Florida, nope. but it's free. So Nope. Unless you go to Starbucks. Yeah, you got know where to it's ask. it's filtered. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the, the inside secrets. <laughs> and at uh, Epcot, in the Morocco Pavilion, it's also filtered. Yes. Just so everybody knows. Thank you, Brookharts. Yeah, thanks, Brookhart Project. Thank you for Another YouTube that you guys should all check out. All right, are we ready for a Disney memory? I think so. Does anybody
2: have anything else to add before I move on? Okay. So this one, I hope I have not read your memory yet. And if I did, you're just really special. I don't think that you have. <laughs> okay. Because I, yeah, I checked. Thank you. Mm-hmm. This one comes from Ariel. Whoa. Blue Little Mermaid herself. Or cut. So, Ariel says, I grew up with Disney ingrained into me. My parents went to Disney World for their honeymoon and then went and named me Ariel, so it would have been really difficult to avoid that. Fun fact, I was named after The Little Mermaid, but only because my dad had read the book when he was younger and really loved the name. I like that it's got some serious history to it. It is pure coincidence that I happened to be born shortly after the movie came out, and consequently actually hated the movie for a long time, or at least distant myself from it, because the first question anyone would ask when they first met me was, oh, how's Sebastian? How's Flounder? And it got annoying, so I was like, um, no. You just literally hurt Caitlin's soul. Wait, 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 wait!
0: <laughs> I love the movie now, though, so it's all good. <laughs> As Caitlin sits in front of a Little Mermaid blanket. (laughs) Anyway, I grew up watching Disney movies
2: all the time, and my family and I went to Disney a couple times growing up. I have got to say, people are not wrong when they say Disney is the most magical place in the world. I love it so much and have since been to Disney World and Disneyland countless times and even went to Disneyland Paris once. One of my favorite memories is from my very first visit to Disney World when I was eight years old. My sisters and I had gone around the entire time getting autographs in those fun little autograph books they have, except back then it was a lot more fun because the characters just wandered around the park, so it was like an adventure walking around searching for them. It was so much fun, especially when we found some favorite characters. I I do remember those days. I remember finding Gus Gus Mm -hmm. and Miko for signatures was particularly exciting. I even got an autograph from Ariel, but I was so shy at the time I never told her we shared the name. (laughs) Disney is just so magical, both in the stories it tells and in the joy it brings in the parks. And I can't wait to relive all these movies and find some new favorites going through this podcast with you. Hashtag Disney forever.
0: Thank you, Ariel. Thank
2: you, Ariel. That was a very nice little memory. I dig it. Thank you very much. So if you want to have your Disney memory featured on the show, please email us at grownupkidspodcast at gmail.com. It could be anything Disney related. Parks, not Parks. Little kid yesterday doesn't matter. Send it our way, and we'll be sure to feature it on a future episode. And we're running out, so send them to yeah, us. Yeah, please. We need more. And you can, if you already submitted, submit another one because
0: you know we all got. Multiple Everybody memories. has more than one favorite Disney memory. Let's be real. Yeah. So huge thank you to Caitlin and Sam for joining us on one of the coolest movies ever, yes. Lady yes. and the Tramp. Yes
3: we really appreciate it
1: thanks for having me again guys
3: yeah Yeah. definitely thank you it was so much fun and i know that you
0: guys are scheduled to be on more so we look forward to that
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. thanks for bringing your fun facts to the board yeah (laughs) oh it's my turn it is your turn (laughs) all right so grown-up kids can be found on podbean itunes the google play store stitcher TuneIn, and spotify so make sure that you subscribe so you can be sure to get our latest episode as soon as it's available
0: you can also find us on social media and join in on the conversation. On Facebook, we're Grown Up Kids, a Disney podcast. And on Twitter and Instagram, we're at Grown Up Kids Pod. You can also join us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Pod to gain access to the extra magic hours bonus episodes. Um, also, if you find our Facebook discussion group, that's where I've posted the document with our comprehensive list of movies that we'll be watching along with availability to be on the show with us spots are filling up but there's a lot open for more obscure films so if you're interested in watching a movie for the first time and joining us don't be shy to do that we love it it's probably our first time too yep so make sure that you check the list out and then comment on the post email us at grown at gmail.com or message us on facebook and i will get you on the list to join us So thank you so much for listening. Make sure to watch The African Lion ahead of next week's episode.
2: And don't forget, adults are only kids, grown up anyway.
1: All who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland
0: is your land. Here age relives fond memories of the past.
1: And here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future.